Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Staring at the wall and the walls full of posters, looking at my dreams and who I want to be. I guess you got to see it to believe. What's good, homies? You know I had to make at least one actual Small Worlds reference. So if you didn't know, those lyrics were taken straight out of Small Worlds by Mac Miller off his album, Swimming. If this is your first time here, I welcome you. My name is Yanni, and I'm looking forward to you staying during this podcast because, yo, I love you. And if you're coming back, I also love you. Welcome back to episode four of Small Worlds, a podcast inspired by Mac Miller, the GOAT himself. I want to ground this podcast in the concept of doing less. You hear that silence? Are you comfortable with it? Are you uncomfortable? Well, whatever you're feeling, the fact of the matter is we all have a relationship with silence. And I, for one, love silence. You know how people say there's an awkward silence sometimes in like group conversations or even when you're in a group of people that you don't even know and and someone just drops something and you're just like, dang, what do I even say? And that's what's so interesting. For some reason, I guess I can only speak from the I perspective, but from what I've witnessed from other people, strangers, even myself, there always tends to be some urgency to give a response, to do something, to fill the silence. Even if we don't have anything deep or quote-unquote valuable to contribute to a conversation, no one really wants to chill with silence on the larger scale of things. And I want to push on this idea of silence outside the dimensions of just sound. I'm talking about like when you're waiting in line for your food to be ready for pickup or you're waiting for your gas to be pumped for your car, or you're just waiting in general for something, there's a really good chance you pull out your phone to either go on Instagram for the 100th time, check Twitter, check Facebook, check your messages. Everything's pretty much updated at this point, and yet you're refreshing your feed, you're refreshing something because you just need to take in some new information. You know what I'm saying? Please tell me you know what I'm saying. It's okay if you don't, because if you don't, well, I commend you. I commend you because that that's hard. It could be so hard, and it's hard for me to be quite honest. I feel like I'm so glued to my phone despite all this introspection, despite preaching all of this, like, yo, be comfortable with yourself, be able to be adaptable to the mundane, and be present in the real world. I'm not here to tell you all like it's a bad thing or it's an objectively good thing to be on or off your phone, but I do believe there's multiple accounts in our lives where we are seeking time just to be present with the world, to relax. Even if we go to the beach, even if we go travel somewhere, the first thing we got to do is pull out our phone. And that phenomenon is just so damn interesting. I want to give a quick, genuine shout out to all my public transit commuters out there, especially from the Bay Area. If you've ever been on BART or Muni, but specifically BART, especially when you're traveling from the East Bay to SF or vice versa, 
if you look around, everyone, everyone got their phone out. Everyone's like watching TV, playing video games, texting someone, something. But I'm telling you, there's only one justification for having your phone out and having your headphones plugged in when you're on public transit. And that's definitely to listen to the Small Worlds podcast hosted by your boy, Yanni Tsunami. Follow me on Instagram. What's good? All right. Back to my actual point. So I ask you, the beautiful listener, when was the last time you waited for your food to come or your food to be ready? The last time you were commuting back home or commuting somewhere? The last time you can remember you were just waiting for something and didn't pull out your phone, didn't force a conversation or even have a conversation with someone? The last time you waited and did nothing. This is probably going to sound like the only academic piece in this whole episode, but when you think about the foundations of capitalism, it's such a transactional model. And when I think about internalized capitalism, one thing that comes to mind is that we have to operate in a zero-sum game. If we're not doing something, we have to be busy. If we're off work, we still got to be doing something productive. Have you ever had those moments when you just weren't doing something and you just felt bad about it? You felt guilty? If you can resonate with that experience, I'm just here to affirm you and to let you know you're not alone. So the bigger question to frame all of this is why do we identify as human beings when most of the time we're human doers? What does it mean to just be and expect nothing else, especially around work and quote-unquote productivity to balance out this sensation of quote-unquote nothingness, being, stillness, being present. When I look back at my four years as an undergrad at UC Berkeley, despite all the tests, all the challenges, all the hardships, every job application I put out, the biggest challenge that stayed constant from my first year all the way through my senior year, was being able to grow confident and comfortable being with myself, spending time alone, and sitting and being present with just stillness. As a young freshman, I already made friends with almost everyone on my floor. I had the opportunity to room with two people. I joined a dance team super quick and met people on other dance teams. I found the Filipino community halfway through my first year at Cal. I was just surrounded by so much social vibes and good vibes and amazing people. Not to mention, I pretty much got into my first very serious relationship at the start of my freshman year that extended all the way through my junior year. Given all of this back and forth, I actually had no pocket, no opportunity to understand what it's like to be alone, to be by myself. There were so many nights I went out to the bar Cornerstone by myself and sat at the counter just drinking and thinking and sometimes I wasn't even thinking I was just being I was just sitting there and I felt like if someone saw me they would probably ask what is up with that person and this is so interesting because I just watched an interview with Tyler the creator and he mentioned oftentimes depression is mistaken for self-awareness and in those moments although I was doing nothing I wasn't talking to anyone I was just being I felt good I felt like it was those types of moments that reminded me of what being present is truly like, what just being is truly like. 
to not be thinking about what's next, to not be thinking about my past, to be in a state where I'm just receiving, receiving what the universe has to offer, receiving this drink, just receiving at a place of pause where I don't need to make something, do something, talk to someone, at a place where I could just be quote unquote dead weight and just chill. And it was experiences like those where I took the sense of independence with me to the park, with me on walks, where I put my phone in my pocket, where I didn't even choose to listen to music, where I chose to let the sound of nature, the sound of traffic, the sound of people passing by, everything that had the essence of nature make its way into my pockets so that I could just be present with the world. Even to manifest the message of today's podcast, right after work, I took a bike ride to one of my favorite spots in the city, which is right under Cupid's Arrow, sitting in the grass where I could just take a look at the Bay Bridge. I've made the trip down here a couple times just to sit, to be present, sometimes to read, sometimes to call a friend, but spend the majority of the time just sitting, soaking up how beautiful it is to be surrounded by such huge monuments, to be surrounded by the water, surrounded by people passing, dogs running and meeting each other for the first time, just to witness people do their thing is such a joy. When I'm not outside manifesting this concept, especially because of COVID for the most part, I've made a new relationship with my couch, a relationship where I'm on the couch, but the TV is not on, where I'm on the couch and I could just stare outside my window, stare and not analyze anything, to just look outside, just to be amazed that the world is continuing to move on and that we can choose to pick pockets of stillness, to receive, to regenerate, to heal, to just breathe. So this is where I ask you the last question of today's episode, the beautiful listener. How can you put yourself in positions to receive, in positions of stillness, in positions of being? I challenge you, the listener, next time you go out to get food, get some groceries, go on a run, exercise, try leaving your phone at home for once. I'm not saying do it all the time, but I trust you're smart enough to get home. I trust that you're not going to miss anything too big. And if an emergency happens, well, the chances are the universe meant for that thing to happen. But I hope you're willing to take that risk. Leave the phone at home when you go outside with a mask on and social distance that you get in touch with the world around you, that you could be more present with your breath your mind, your body, and your spirit. And now that you received the invitation, I hope to catch you next time. My name's Yanni, and this is Small Worlds. Peace.